Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to another edition of the Geeky Bros Podcast. I'm your boy, Tactics. Yo, it's just Darcy here. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no Umar today, yo. It just Umar ends. caught the vid, bro. He caught the vid. Oh, damn. Yeah. yeah. So, unfortunately, the, the homie's at home sick and um, pretty much is out of commission. Headache, you know, flu, all of that. So, I think he's going to pop in occasionally and just kind of write in the comments. So for those of you guys who are going to miss him visually, you can at least see his comments in the chat. So uh, chop it up with him there. But it's for now, it's just going to be us too. <laughs> so hopefully that's enough for today. Um, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, first and foremost, how are you doing, bro? I know you just uh, got, you know, you just got your move on. So you're in a new place. So how was that? Yeah, I mean, if you can't tell by the look of the difference in the background, yeah. and in talking about moving with this, like, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I'm setting up a new studio, still trying to get everything, uh, you know, put put together here. I'm mm-hmm. excited to actually have walls this time. The last mm-hmm. place was just curtains, curtains, so, yeah. <laughs> so now I have the ability for like actually like putting things like this on the wall <laughs> <laughs> into the spider-verse but uh, i definitely couldn't do that before because uh i mean i could but i hate hanging things when you don't have walls it's like then yeah. you gotta like do like the museum style thing i don't want to do all that work yeah, it's too much yeah. work yeah but uh yeah no you know we're feeling good feeling good you know and yourself we haven't seen i was we haven't seen each other for a couple weeks now yeah, you weren't here last week, so uh, we had to do the show without you, which was weird. It was different. You know, it seems like we're uh, we're kind of dropping like flies, man. <laughs> Before it was me, <laughs> and then it was you. Now it's Umar. Uh, yeah. But yeah, man, I'm good. I'm good. Um, you know, skin glowing, energy flowing, so I'm good, man. Love I'm it. Good. I'm good. Love it. I guess that, that means I'm the one dropping what the topics are today. <laughs> um, well, no, I uh, so I got some I got some stuff that we can cover. Um, so I'll throw throw it to myself and we will uh, set shit up. So I don't know if you heard about this, but um, I don't know what the CW is really doing. And that's, I guess, nothing new. That's not a new phrase to really say when it comes to the CW because have you heard about this? The They're planning on doing a new Gotham Knights show. And the basic premise is that it's going to center around Batman's adopted son. And it's not Damien. It's not Dick. It's not any of them. It's just some random dude named Turner Hayes. And he's apparently being framed for the murder of Batman. And he has to team up with Batman's, the the children of Batman's villains. So this girl in the green, guess who's, uh, guess who her father is? Joker. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) basically they got to team up and try to, First, clear their name, and then try to figure out who actually killed the Cape Crusader. So this is—I heard the words Gotham Knights. I knew nothing about it other than what you just said. <laughs> I'm going to make a reference for those in the audience. Hopefully, you're as old as I am, so you know this reference. You ever seen back in the day on YouTube spill reviews? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. They had their rating system between mm-hmm. like like oh the best kind of movie ever was better than sex, better than sex yeah and and the lowest was some old bullshit yeah and there was one time where where um uh what's the the, the movie that one of the the, the vampire series um oh, Twilight the, yeah Twilight one of them was so bad they said 
it, it dropped below uh, some old bullshit, went down to a pure fuck you, and then bounced back up. <laughs> this whole premise is that. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to agree with this one, man. I don't know. I don't because didn't they get a new a new CEO for CW? And because I know the guy, the new guy who came on board basically made a statement saying that he was going to do like a, a complete revamping of CW and getting rid of like all the extra bullshit. So they canceled Bat Batwoman. They canceled um what was that show? The Archie show. Um Riverdale. They canceled Riverdale. And they canceled a couple of other shows. I think the 4400 was on the chopping block as well. Uh I think Umar likes that show. I kind of checked out after first season, but um yeah, like with all of the chopping block that was happening with those shows, which I, personally I I was I didn't think was gonna last as long as they did. I thought that they were gonna start making room for better properties because you know they're they're going really strong with the uh, Superman TV series right now that they currently have. But to come out with this bullshit, I just don't. I, I feel like they would have learned their lesson from Gotham. I know Got Gotham's not a CW show, I don't think, but I just don't understand why they can't get these batman properties right was that the ceo of cw or the change of discovery buying out warner brothers that you're referring to because i maybe I'm, i missed the the whole announcement of cw changing their ceo i'm not 100 percent sure i do know that cw maybe i think maybe it was C, uh something about, regarding cw being bought out um but i know that there was a new guy running the helm and he was basically going to be doing a, a complete resurgence of CW and making like better, sh apparently trying to make better shows. And that's why he was kind of uh, going to get rid of some of these, uh, some of these shows that are out right now to make room for better ones. But this doesn't sound like they're going in the right direction. So Umar is dropping in the comments saying he thinks that uh, I think you're referencing the discovery thing because discovery mm -hmm. bought out like discovery owns like TLC, HGTV, all these kinds of things. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, they uh, bought out like Warner Brothers, which has the relationship to CW. Right. But, yeah. I wonder if Gotham Knights is just like too far along. Like, I don't know, you can cancel the show before it drops, but maybe well, there's, like, a, a financial thing that, like, we have, like, like a, or a contractual thing uh -huh. that, like, CW, because they make the stuff, but then I think that they also, like, syndicate it out to all these different networks, so maybe they have a contractual thing, like, we've told these networks that we're providing them this product, we can't not give them the product that we that we paid for, or we have to pay them more money in cash. And yeah, so like, okay, well, let's give them the product. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, because uh, apparently they were planning on doing a Wonder uh, Wonder Twins show as well, and they had they had actually gone ahead and, and made the announcement and casted. So the guy who plays uh, Archie in Riverdale was supposed to be one of the twins, and then some other girl. But now that's since since it's been announced, it's been canceled. Ever since this new Discovery thing, so yeah. I'm just wondering why they went ahead and greenlit this. Yeah, I, I mean, I have no idea. Other than like, other than a contract forcing their hand, I would <sighs> be, I would definitely be like, yeah, I can't. This whole yeah, concept they, is BS. They're just, they're just, they're just losing money at this point. I mean, I know that I know the game is coming out, and the game looks amazing. So. The game? What's the game? Yeah, of the same name, Gotham Knights. It's coming out. It's uh, I think it's along the oh. same premise. It's along the same premise where I think either Batman dies or he disappears, and then uh, basically it's Damian Wayne, 
Batgirl, I think Batwoman, uh, Jason Todd as uh, Red Hood, and I believe uh, Dick Grayson, they all team up uh, to become like, you know, Gotham defenders and I guess try to figure out what happened to Batman. I bet you that's it. Like when I'm saying like a contractual obligation, the video game company probably has, they probably have an obligation to the video game company that the game, that the show comes out if they are at all tied together yeah. and to take it out would be like, well, then the, then the video game company would sue you for like breaking the contract that you, you decided to go with them. Cause yeah, like, like it, this sounds like a dumbass pro, pro uh, thing, but like the game obviously is a whole different world. And you know, yeah. But, I mean, I just I mean, want CW to get they they need to they need to basically like kill the whole thing and by all means like rebrand it and turn it into something else, right? Like you know, there's yeah. obviously a whole set of people that work there and 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 resources and all that stuff. So I'm, I'm not saying like they should shouldn't ever do like superhero stuff, but they, I think mm-hmm. they should do superhero <clears throat> stuff. But like just rebrand it and set up new all new stuff because CW's had a long run of being straight trash. <laughs> yeah. I think they contractually have like some sort of liability or some kind of clause um, in their contracts that states that they, they aren't allowed to use use Batman in their TV shows because they've been trying to get Batman either his own TV show or in a TV show for a long time as a standing long-standing character like i know they were trying to do that in smallville and because they couldn't get the rights to bruce wayne they'd make references to like a billionaire playboy but they never once mentioned bruce wayne and instead of introducing bruce wayne they decided to go with green arrow and green green arrow kind of became the bat the batman of smallville so yeah i think i i think they're really just trying to save batman for the movies which I mean, I guess it makes sense in a way because it's like right now we don't have a we don't have a movie version of Superman, right? Because Henry Cavill's not really doing anything. They they haven't. They're I, I don't think there's any plans to to make a Man of Steel two. So with that being said, Superman lives on TV. Whereas now we have the Batman with Robert Pattinson in movie format, but no TV version. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and ever since Smallville has been around, I think Batman has been uh, very prominent in the movies. Like you know, he had the we had Batman Begins, the the, the Nolan trilogy, and then now and then we had um, what's it called, Zack Snyder's version of Batman, and then now the Batman. So yeah, I I I, I don't know why there 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 seems to be that clause where like they won't allow Batman to live on TV, but. Yeah, it's just weird. It's strange. Maybe because they know they're going to screw it up as badly as they screwed everything else up, so they don't want to do that. But I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, they've tried everything else but that. You you would think that they would just you know you know like you know what nothing else is working. Let's just give Batman on TV a shot. You know, they, 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 they have made way more mention of Batman in Batgirl. Um, like Bruce Wayne was talked about, a character played Bruce oh, yeah, Wayne, defaced, uh, like or fake clone version, whatever you want to call it. And then there was like a whole lot of like Batman stuff. But yeah, mm. did we get a full Batman? No. And the, no. the the most real Batman that we got, 
Titans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That I'm sorry, that's not my Batman, yo. That's that's Alfred nope. with amnesia thinking he's Batman. I'm sorry, that is not that's not Batman at all for me. <laughs> Alfred stand-in Batman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no way that guy is Batman, bro. There's no yo, way. If they, like honestly, if they like I wish that like the first episode they, they they aired him as Batman, and like I don't know, like Dick didn't see him without the costume or something, and then the second episode, like Alfred, what are you doing, right? Yeah. <laughs> like after they get the first reactions, where it's like, it's like no, no one likes this. Second episode, Alfred, <laughs> just <Yeah>. like <laughs> turn, just, just turn, not. turn the gears. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's facts, man. Um, but honestly, like if. So I, I feel like if they can't, if it if it's something to do with um, contractual obligations where they can't have an actual Bruce Wayne slash Batman in a TV series, actually, then that wouldn't work either. Because um, I was going to say I, the next best thing, I would want them to do a Batman Beyond series. I mean, that's what I'm really waiting for, like, like a live action Batman Beyond series. But I I got no faith. I got no faith until I start seeing something else. Like the, the thing is, I don't want it on CW though. But I don't know where else oh, yeah. you would put it. You know what I mean? Because CW seems to be hosting a lot of these superhero shows. I don't know any other network. HBO. That, HBO. What what are what are they currently? Oh, Warner uh, Brothers and HBO are, are together. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, because Peacemaker is HBO, isn't it? Yeah. I'm yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. It so, is. So yeah, I I, I personally want. There to be like in HBO Max like a DC division, right? Yeah. Because, um, because HBO is so like more progressive in like storytelling, right? Yeah. And yeah. and not going to be like as afraid to be dark or to be mm-hmm. like raunchy or whatever it is requires for the property. They're not going to yeah. be holding these reins into the small thing. And personally, like. There's like two ways to kind of approach it at this point because they have a very established one and whether we want to do this, which is I have a question for you. Would you mm-hmm. prefer that? I mean, they've already kind of gone this road, and this is, but would you prefer that they do a shared universe like Marvel's mm-hmm. doing their own, like not fucked up, but their, <laughs> own, yeah. their own shared universe between yeah. the show, between the HBO Max and the movies? Or mm-hmm. would you prefer two separate things happening at the same time? That's a really good question. A part of me, a part of me wants a shared universe, but then I feel like Marvel kind of tried to do that already, and then they shot themselves in the foot with Agents of Shield, where they were trying to, they were trying to follow a formula that ties into the movies. But somewhere along the way, they got lost and they were kind of limited in what they could do because they were confined. They were confined to whatever the movies were doing. So, in a way, it kind of eliminates free range for them to kind of take the stories into other unique directions, right? Whereas, if you do something that is its own self-contained type of property, then you can kind of like flesh out your own storyline and then create your own universe within 
the TV the, within the TV format, where it's like you can start to have crossovers, not necessarily in the movies, but crossovers within other shows. So like Peacemaker could show up in another show, not to say that he would in a Batman uh, TV series per se, but like kind of do a crossover similar to how the CW does it, obviously, but with better writing and it has to make sense, right? So I don't know if it necessarily has to connect. I feel like I'd want the movies to, to kind of focus. We need a plan in regards to the movies because Marvel had a plan, a 10-year, 20-year, however long the MCU was, was has been running for. They need a plan for a certain amount of time and how they're going to flesh all of these things out. But have everything be focused on individual movies that eventually build up to something. So you're always alluding to something. So if they, even if you want to do a carbon copy and like have what they're building up to be a uh, dark side, for example, like how they did with Thanos, where Thanos was introduced in the first Avengers movie, you have something like a justice league where like you see, you see uh dark side, but like you don't get to actually, you know, they don't get to face off against him until like, midway or at the end of the 10-year stint that you're building up to i don't know i don't know if that's In too on the nose interesting um yeah i don't know because like part of me i like the interconnected stuff and mm -hmm. by all means like marvel's done a good job recently with the interconnected uh yeah yeah fair fair but but um but however dc screwed up enough stuff so far i feel like we should just have independent things like i feel like yeah. there should be an interconnected universe and other properties that happen at the same time with with, uh -huh. with dc as in whatever they're doing that peacemaker is connected to if they continue with characters in that like existing thing that they've already created and they yeah. just find a way to like flush it out um or they just keep it separate and it just never happens and because like one matt reza batman I want more of that. Uh -huh. And that has no place interconnecting with everything else. Like it just, if you yeah. try to interconnect that into like Henry Cavill's universe, like, holy, that's going to be bad. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just not going to like gel well. And, yeah. um, you know, like there, it can do things. Like I don't mind seeing like, if that Matt Reeves wanted to be so adventurous to have his version of a Superman in his universe, uh -huh. in his rules, Okay, uh -huh. that could be really, really interesting if uh -huh. he comes up with something amazing. But I don't want it to be the other stuff, right? Like, you know, yeah. like, do your own thing, find your own way. So I'm right. kind of more of the mindset staying away from in the interconnected universe or at least uh -huh. allowing for, how do I put it? Um, I, want to, I don't want to use a multiverse because uh, I don't know. I feel like that's too much of a cop-out right now since it's so popular of a term. Yeah. But I just want the idea to be like, you can have like this version and this other version happening at the same time. And there could be interconnected properties on this, uh -huh. you know, little universe, but it's not like it has to be everything. So, and I think Umar over here is has a, a similar thoughts as well to uh, what we're saying here. Uh, Umar is throwing out a comment. Honestly, not every property needs to be a cinematic universe. That's a problem. Everyone is trying to be like the MCU. Stop, is as he put it. And interconnected universe isn't always a good thing. And I felt that stop because you know, you know how Umar is. He get he getting too passionate. <laughs> he's he's pro probably over there just like chugging back some buckleys and getting mad. <laughs> Fair, yeah. No, I, whoops. Um, no, I mean I agree with that. I mean it doesn't necessarily have to 
uh, be a cinematic universe. It can kind of be its own standalone thing. Um, and I, I kind of like the direction that they're going right now where it's like, you know, you start off with Suicide Squad and then, you know, Peacemaker kind of branched off and had his own series. And that did really surprisingly really well. And I think if you can, you can do that. And I mean, they're doing that again with, uh, you know, the Batman and then now they're, they're doing a, a Penguin spinoff, right? Which, you know, I'm not, like, I'm not over here anticipating it with like extreme excitement, but. I'll check it out and, you know, I might be surprised, you know, especially if Matt Reeves is attached to it. I, I, I appreciate his work and what he's been doing so far. So I feel like it could be good. And if they can kind of, if they continue kind of doing it in that route and not necessarily fixating on it being a cinematic where you're building up to something, although, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing that like a build up because it kind of just adds to the anticipation. Cause like, for years we've been waiting for Thanos to finally show up and man, did that deliver? So I just feel like, cause I was disappointed with the whole justice league thing because justice league is a much more. And I mean, I, I say this objectively, but it is a much more well-known property than the Avengers are. And yet <laughs> Avengers blew justice league out of the water. Like justice league should have been a billion dollar film. It had, it had the the, the trifecta, the, the the heavy hitters, Wonder Woman, Superman, and Batman, and yet it tanked. Yeah, like it's funny how like I grew up like you know Justice League, Justice League, Avengers, like, yeah. it's, like background thought, and now I feel like the Avengers, a single powerful word, and Justice League yeah. feels like a week a week two <laughs> phrases. <laughs> yeah, um, I had a random thought while you were talking that I'm like this this is potentially interesting. What if DC focused on building universes around a single character? What I mean is, so the Batman, you're talking about like not being excited for the Penguin. And for me, my, my, my thought was like, okay, yeah, I, I, I see where your head's at. And, and me, I'm just kind of like, I want anything in the Matt Reeves Batman universe. So I'll just, mm -hmm. I'll gobble it up. I'm not necessarily excited for the Penguin, but I know yeah. once it comes out, I'm gobbling it up, right? I want to check it out. And so for me, I'm like, oh, everything that revolves around the Batman Matt Reeves universe, I'm in. Mm -hmm. What if they had, and I keep using Superman just because he's like the next most prominent character in the universe, mm -hmm. in, in, in all of DC. But mm -hmm. um, it's like, okay, what if there was a Superman like universe where it's either a Superman show or a Superman movie. And then there are spin-offs that come from that, that are characters specific to that universe. And maybe there are some other big characters that make plausible sense to be in that little universe, but it's yeah. not necessarily a justice league. It's just like, you know, Superman and this other character that makes sense. And then maybe there's another like wonder woman level like thing. And they're all separate, but they're all their own like little universe their own tones their own things like i'm i don't I, i'm kind of interested because in that idea because i like the idea of like you know matt reeves telling his tonal thing and we, we yeah. get to experience that and somebody else comes with a very different tone for a superman you know universe and we just get to enjoy that and they're very different but they're like mm -hmm. we're just enjoying these little things and and, and the spin-offs that come from on how you feel about that now are in terms of these characters, are you referring to the, the villains or are these like kind of like random characters that are, are set in the same kind of universe as the heroes? I feel like it could be whatever's <clears throat> applicable to that universe, mm -hmm. right? Like 
Batman, the Batman, obviously he can bring in like a Robin and a Nightwing and they could have a spinoff or they could have like their own movie or whatever, but it's all mm-hmm. like under Matt Reeves, so to speak, right? It's all under yeah. that tone of like, what is the Matt Reeves thing, right? Mm-hmm. And you could have over on the on the other side, you have, um, oh my God, what, who did the Peacemaker and Suicide Squad? Oh my gosh. Uh, oh, uh, James Gunn? Yeah, James Gunn, and he has his tonally small little universe, all right, of whatever he's making and whatever characters uh-huh. make sense in his little universe that he makes. They're completely separate. They could uh-huh. have the same character. He could have a Batman in his universe, and it could be a Batman uh-huh. in another universe. But regardless, it's just about, like, what are the stories that they want to tell, and they're building uh-huh. up things around that. And I just uh-huh. meant, like, you have a whole third director i'm going to randomly choose somebody but like john watts wants to do superman he's he's a big superman fan so he goes i want to make a superman movie and then they make the movie and they have like a really cool like either side character or like Mm -hmm. i don't know i'm just gonna randomly say something (laughs) but they have like jimmy olsen and they make him so interesting that we Uh want a spin-off show of jimmy olsen right Uh and seeing what it's like to be in Superman's universe from a human's perspective, right? And you get a little show off of that. And, yeah. and it's like a fun, totally different tonally thing. I'm just, this idea <clears throat> of saying like, instead of focusing on bringing them all together, make uh-huh. universes around individual ones and allow yeah. for the use of multiple medias to yeah. to to create the, the universe. I, this is just where my head just kind of <clears throat> went while you were talking before. I mean... I'd be open to it, but as you were talking, it kind of reminded me of there was a show that came out like a couple years back. Uh, it was with um, I think it's the guy. I know you're a big fan of um, what's the sh- what's the uh, DC show that Brandon Fraser is on, and he's like he plays a robot. Uh, Doom Patrol. Oh, Doom Patrol. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. So the 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 villain in that was the was the star of the show that I'm I'm talking about and it also had Vanessa Hudgens and basically the premise of the show is um the villain from Doom Patrol that that actor I forget his name he basically plays I think Bruce Wayne's cousin and it's from the perspective of <clears throat> of the civilians of Gotham City and what it's like to live in a world where you know superheroes exist and like how do they cope in that kind of environment but it came off very like campy they like they they made it in a very um comical kind of direction and I think it only lasted like one season so I mean as long as you can kind of tell it and tell those kind of stories in a way where the tone is taken a little bit more seriously like I don't want to see like any comedy bullshit like that Right, I want to see. I want to see some like. If you're gonna talk about Jimmy Olsen, then give me some like. Give me like a really rich, in depth story. But then again, I think about because they did the uh, Pennyworth uh, TV series, and I was like, I never really saw. Feeling. I never saw any of that. <laughs> I never. I never saw it either. I was like, I'm not feeling this, and I haven't even watched it yet, and it didn't last long. So. And, but by all means, my Jimmy Olsen thing was literally the first thing that came to mind. Not no, no, necessarily yeah, no, a fair, good fair, idea. Fair. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. <laughs> uh, but now it's like it's hard for me to think because like Jimmy Olsen is originally like some like a like a geek. Oh but, yeah. Like, oh oh, and I'm not saying it'd be like I don't know why. It's like I just in my head I was thinking of like a fun like i don't know why i was just thinking of that but like fun yeah. comical perspective where he keeps interacting with the superman from the movie yeah, yeah things but then he goes off and does his own things and it's just kind of funny yeah. but regardless it's just more the idea of saying 
stop worrying about making interconnected universes between the characters <clears throat> and make individual universes for prominent characters. Yeah, fair. Fair, fair, fair. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, Umar has another comment. He said, people think that WB is lazy with its property because they have all their characters. Marvel, on the other hand, had to focus all their power to make their C-level characters and villains awesome. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they they brought they brought in a lot of villains or, or characters rather that I I had no idea who they were and they made them extremely cool. Like um <clears throat> who's one that really comes to mind? Um uh Zemo, uh, the <laughs> like I I had no idea who that character was and they made him pretty cool. Like I mean, the fact that he was able to infiltrate everything and like turn the Avengers against each other was was pretty badass. Um, who else? Who else? I don't know. Yeah, like Marvel... I mean, Marvel had some pretty... pretty top-notch villains. Some of them were weak in terms of, like, their, their motives, but they at least bring them to the forefront and make them more interesting than what's often depicted on the comic book. Because mm-hmm. I didn't know a lot of these villains, so... Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a good point. I kind of feel a little bit differently than what Umar is saying, but it's more that I don't think it's that WB is lazy. I think it's that they have no direction and it's because they've had so many changing hands and they, like, WB has treated DC like a cash th- situation and not mm-hmm. actually caring about the craft of, like, mm-hmm. what that, that universe is. It's like, oh, go get me a Batman film that's going to make me money. Not a, like, what what do we what story should we tell about batman because yeah. <clears throat> batman's gonna make money okay like the name batman on a movie is going to bring enough people to it to probably make back your money no matter like yeah. even no matter what so mm-hmm. stop thinking about just make me a money movie to make money think about what does it take to make a good story and then worry about that 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 money that comes in afterwards <clears throat> but um yeah i think i feel like marvel had people who are very focused on creating something like Kevin Feige yeah. from the beginning and because there was that vision and that 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 desire and also that friction of not having all the options mm-hmm. available yeah. to you that made him more creative and more pushing whereas I just don't think that D- DC and WB have had any any like desire to do that because they've just wanted to they treat it very differently so yeah yeah fair uh, so <clears throat> nudge, <clears throat> excuse me, saying, uh, you guys haven't peeped the new announcement character this power past hour in world's finest yet. I'm assuming you're referring to a comic book. I'm not up on my, my comic book shit. So I have no idea. I have no idea, but, I trust you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I guess let's, let's move on. We, we, We've already determined that Gotham Knights is probably going to be some old bullshit. So, <laughs> to <laughs> nothing the, more to, to, the, <laughs> to the point that we're just talking about other DC related. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, in other news, uh, the trailer for She Hulk recently just dropped. And uh, there's a lot of mixed reviews in, in regards to uh, the trailer itself. So a lot of people are really enjoying the, the tone of the trailer. And I think the main complaint is the uh, shoddy CGI from uh, She-Hulk being the main character of of the TV series. So um, I was one of those people where I was kind of just looking at it. I'm like, is it 
is it just me or does this does it seem a little off like she's not even in these scenes like it's like she's sh- they shot all of this on a green screen ironically mm. but um it, it, <laughs> it probably had to, it, it, it had to shoot on the blue screen blue screen yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um what did you think of the trailer overall uh heavy meh heavy meh yeah. um yeah. i look at this picture right now it's killing me because it's like Mark Ruffalo's like obviously they've had time and money put behind the CGI of his characters. So like mm-hmm. the the CGI model, the process for doing it, it's already figured out. Mm-hmm. She, on the other hand, just looks sick. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, physically ill. <laughs> like yeah. she's like, she just looks like someone came in and put paint on a chick. And then the, the one in the middle looks like the remember the bad uh um hulk movie that umar loves so much it looks, <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> it looks like the cgi from that yeah it's just like why is she so green and the picture of her jumping like that I'm, i don't know like the tone of it the whole thing just kind of feels like meh. like yeah. i i just i'm hoping that it comes out or like i need a villain drop trailer and i'm like oh this is interesting mm-hmm. but right now it just looks like oh the struggles <laughs> of being a green super powerful girl as a lawyer and i'm just like i don't care yeah. <laughs> like it's just like there's nothing about this is gripping me right now and yeah. wow i didn't <clears throat> pick up on how bad the cgi was before probably because i was metting it through the whole yeah. trailer and kind of like do multitasking yeah but wow she just looks like yeah just dropped in there just yeah like it doesn't look real like the, the lighting is off and yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened there, man. But I, yeah. I, I think part of it might have been the fact that they, like you said, like they've already kind of fleshed out <clears throat> Mark Ruffalo's Hulk. They have a, they have a solid template from that, and I know I'm, I'm sure a lot of money goes into refining that and making it as pristine and as accurate as they can, because they also want to make it they want to keep the same template that they've been using throughout the movies. Um, But I think at the expense of like, they probably used up a lot of their budget money into Mark Ruffalo because they can't alter or change anything or skimp on his CGI because then it's going to look completely off. And it's like, wait, why does Hulk look different versus I guess there's a lot more leeway with, uh, with She-Hulk, even though she is the main character, I mean, ideally you want your main character to look solid, but I'm hoping that they can kind of fix this. Um, But I know TV budget is, is vastly different than movie budget. So maybe that has something to do with it as well, but yeah, just it, it, it's a little distracting. I'm sure maybe I'll get used to it as I start to watch more episodes, but I'm, my feeling is this also may have suffered a, uh, a COVID issue um so mm-hmm. like to get good cgi that that really looks like it's part of the scene it comes down to the filming technique and how you go about filming for the thing that you're going to put cgi into mm-hmm. it's one thing to like replace the entire background right you just put a yeah. big screen big green screen up you have a strong line and you just put a background <laughs> and because it's a background you just need to light it to a certain degree you're mm-hmm. not really like the human brain isn't going oh that that leaf in the background doesn't quite feel exactly like the right black level like it's just not no one's thinking that but skin tones and eyes and lips and teeth like we're very attuned to what their what our expectations of them are right and so 
it could have been a problem here in which they filmed during COVID and then had to refilm things and then didn't get, get the right people in and all that kind of stuff to the point that like maybe some of these <clears throat> shots she's not actually on set or they didn't yeah. have the right things or they didn't prepare the right um, stuff for how to film it and then it ended up literally having to place a character in to a scene that just they have no lighting reference and therefore they end up with just something that looks completely off and then they'll have other scenes that will look completely on and they're the original filming before COVID broke out or something so yeah, it could be a, a suffering from that but oh, yeah it's just <clears throat> I, yeah. I, I'm hoping that there's a really good villain and uh, I'm also hoping that something Umar said here he had a comment where he's saying like you know hopefully they can fix the CGI it looks really dated but uh, I'm going to skip to this last <laughs> part I also think Matt Murdock is going to show up in this series which makes a lot of sense they're both lawyers right yeah in, in the same area so I'm uh, that like Matt Murdock could give me a lot of excitement to watch this and showing me a decent villain could give me excitement but mm-hmm. I'm just hoping that her it's not going to just be like girl troubles with superpowers. And I'm just like, mm, yeah, what, 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 why, what, what is the draw to this show? So. Yeah. Yeah. In regards to what you said about the, uh, the CGI though, I, I, I agree with you on that. Cause I, feel, in some of the scenes, the CGI, what didn't look bad, uh, especially with, with She-Hulk. Um, but majority of it looks like trash. You know, Collider is gonna rip this shit to pieces when, <laughs> when that episode comes out. So I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be putting the bell notification on for that one because yeah, this is uh, this is not good. But, oh um, man, I'm just googling pictures right now and like yeah. seeing them in still format. Like yeah, bro, it, it's it's bad. Oh, did, did you that one? That was yeah. the one I just googled. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's bad, bro. It's really bad. Wow, it's, yeah. th- this right here looks like. Like uh, a cut scene from like a PS2. <laughs> yeah, yeah, facts. <laughs> it's like when when did the PlayStation get like an iPhone 12? Right. Uh, <laughs> oh, holy, man. wow, that is but, wretched. Yeah, but I mean, like, I kind of share the same sentiment. I, I I feel like if we do get Daredevil or Matt Murdock to show up in the show, I think that'll be interesting. I don't think they'll utilize him all that much because, I mean, there is work. There is a uh, it's not even a rumor. I think it's an announcement now at this point that um, he is getting his own show. So maybe this is a way of shoehorning him in and kind of reintroducing him, even though he kind of was introduced again in no way home, but kind of um, introducing him in a new TV setting to kind of set him up similar to how they did with um, the CW where they always did it with um, arrow and the flash where, where the flash showed up on, on arrow and then yeah. he got his own TV series. Maybe they're going to kind of try and shoehorn him in to this, establish him as a lawyer, even yeah. though we already know that he's a lawyer. And then from there, he branches off and get, gets his own show. Because I think with the Daredevil series now, they I, I'm sure they're going to have to change the tone because it's not going to be on the same level as the Netflix show, I'm sure. Right? Yeah. Unfortunately. I just, need, I just need my wonders, man. I need my wonder fights. You, you can't get rid of that. that is like the, uh, that is a staple. Oh, the staple. Yeah, 100%. Like, if, if they don't have that, you know the complaints are going to be like, okay, I'm sorry. Like, we can change the tone all we want, but the man still has to fight. All yeah. these characters have to fight. So, give yeah. us our wonners. <laughs> I do hope, I know we're talking about She-Hulk, but I, uh, to stick to Daredevil for a second, I do hope that we do 
kind of get a loose con- um, continuation from where they left off in season three with uh, Bullseye. I want to see an introduction of Bullseye and have them fight with Bullseye and the suit and everything. Like, I yeah. doubt we'll have that, but I mean, I would be totally game for that to be like hit the first season of it is focused on on that same actor, just like yeah. change it up a little bit or something. Because <clears throat> yeah, I feel like I feel like you can get away with um, giving a light explanation. But mm-hmm. then not having to explain everything, kind yeah. of like we expected you to watch WandaVision before you went and see Doctor Strange too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but like maybe not that loose, um, but just enough to be like, hey, if you've watched the last uh, shows, you will have felt more mm-hmm. in what you're seeing. But if you haven't watched the other shows before, well, here's enough information for you to get why these characters are here, right? Like I feel like you can kind of get away with that because you got Kingpin, you got Daredevil, the same actors. You can just keep bringing back the other actors. And I saw a, a picture recently of um, uh, uh, Mike Coulter with the actress of Jessica Jones. There was like a mm. picture they post on social media of them mm-hmm. hanging out. And mm-hmm. I was just like, yo, so is that might come back? Yeah. And, 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 and we didn't see we didn't see Fish Boy. So we good. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember his full name, but I, that's what I'm calling him right now. Fish Boy. I feel oh, like yeah. Fitcher or Fisher or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Finn Jones. Finn Jones. Finn yeah. Jones, yeah. You're Finn, close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you he, got it. Yeah, yeah. Fish, yeah. fish boy works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, as long as, as long as he doesn't show up, like like again, like I've said this, the guy from Mortal Kombat who played the drunken like That's Kung Fu so master. Crazy. Like, can just <laughs> just give him the job. Let him slide on in there, and yeah. I'm, and we, we will we, we will be like that's the guy I knew the whole time. Yeah. 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 100%. Also, Umar agrees with the yeah, fish boy is more. Appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I like. I don't know where my excitement level is on on this show yet. Um, the lawyer aspect is kind of interesting. I'm kind of curious about that. Um, aside from that, I haven't seen any. Like, uh, I don't really like what they did with um. John Campia said something, and I never really gave it any thought until he mentioned it, but the way that they kind of neutered uh, the Hulk and they turned him, like how he's now Professor Hulk and he's not actually the raging monster that we're that we're used to. John Campia hates that because that's not the Hulk that we we grew up to love, right? Like we we want we want the dichotomy between Bruce Banner and the Hulk and that that struggle, right? So it's just, it's kind of strange that they're both kind of smart now. Like, so it's Professor Hulk and then She-Hulk, and they both have the like conscious control over their Hulk status. So that's a little bit, uh, a little bit of a letdown. But um, aside from that, I feel, I feel like this could be a, a, like a fun show. Like Umar said, it looks fun. I don't know where it is in terms of the action level yet because I haven't really. I, I saw a flat like a a glimpse of potentially a villain. I don't know it. She looked very kind of threatening, so who knows? And then there was like some fro- like frog looking mother like or some Power Ranger looking motherfucker. Yeah, I gotta rewatch the trailer. Like actually pay attention this time, but uh, <laughs> just give yeah. to my. Uh, one thing that you said though is I kind of feel like the Hulk will eventually 
turn into another version of the Hulk. Uh, I don't think he's going to stay the Professor Hulk forever. Um, mm-hmm. Just, just kind of where my gut is. I can't stand this shot. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just don't like it. There's like, there's just everything about this feels like female version of Lou Ferrigno. Like, I just can't, I can't stand mm-hmm. it. Which I, yeah. it's pro- it probably is a throwback to Lou Ferrigno because the whole outfit is like Lou Ferrigno's Hulk. But I yeah. just. I don't like Lou Ferrigno. I watched him on The Apprentice, like Donald Trump's Apprentice years ago, yeah. and before we all knew who Donald Trump really was. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just, I just, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Tatiana is going to be the villain of the show. Who? I don't know who that is. Yeah, exactly. This is going to be a you need to educate us and prove. To us yeah, like, I have no idea who that is. So, um, yeah, but. Yeah, it looks fun. I'll check it out, see how it is, and then yeah. decide from there. I mean, the expectations for these shows now are so high because we've gotten such solid content and solid movies over the years that I feel like not like it's like it's almost like we're kind of desensitized to the spectacle of a lot of these shows now. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, I, mean? I I hear you, and I'm just looking. I mean, like, I'll watch it. I'm not going to not watch it. I mean, unless I get in there and the whole first episode is just like, like, I don't know, first grade or first year uh, CGI student level quality. And I just can't stand it. But um, I mean, I'll watch it like every other Marvel thing, because at minimum, I need to know what what, like what it brings to the universe so that I can, you know, stay on top of uh the next movie the next you know next show whatever i don't i, I would have hated uh, uh, we have a niece and nephew staying with us and he and he wanted to go with his friends and, he, and he's like what are you guys doing oh we're gonna go see dr strange too so he goes and he's going to see it and he's like yeah, i'm like have you seen wandavision he's like no i'm like all right let me tell you what happened in wandavision because <laughs> <laughs> i'm like you're totally screwed going into that movie oh, he's like man. well it's like okay last time you saw wanda she was fighting thor or yeah. Thanos, she's fighting yeah. Thanos, and now she's fighting fighting Doctor Strange. No explanation as to why. Yeah, he's gonna confuse the shit. Yeah, exactly. Oh man. Okay, well, I guess we're moving on from to the next topic. So, uh, I think it was you that put us on to uh, this next thing that we're about to talk about, and that is this new fan made. Uh, short film called Batman Broken Promises. Now, we recently just checked it out. I recently checked it out, uh, I think it was last week um, with Umar. And man, you weren't kidding, bro. This fan made, like, I'm often very skeptical when it comes to fan made films because they often come off very cheap. Like, yeah, they, they do their best to stick to the source material and i appreciate that because when it comes to the storyline they're they're usually pretty bang on it's just the production quality isn't really all that it's not there and it looks very cheap and so it pulls me out of the the universe altogether but this considering that it was like an animated um fan-made uh film was fantastic Mm -hmm. fucking fan fantastic now i don't know how long it's going to be on youtube because i don't know if this guy got the rights to do this certainly does not at the very beginning it's like no association yeah (laughs) so i mean if you haven't checked it out then you probably want to do so quickly before this gets ripped off or it gets removed from youtube but i mean there is lots of fan-made batman stuff that has been up for Mm -hmm. years and years and years like live action stuff even like animated stuff yeah. I, I feel like it should not in any possible way get taken down. I think mm-hmm. that hurts DC more, 
right? For to be sure, like yeah. to, to 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 take it down. Uh-huh. Now, now you could be the legally speaking, this guy could lose all of his monetization and it all go to WB uh-huh. if you monetize the video. Which I mean, I feel bad for the guy in that scenario. However, I could understand, you know, keep it up and lose the money versus not have it up at all. But um, I mean, but, I don't know if he can monetize this though, because he doesn't technically own the rights to the character. I mean, he did the. See, that's that's where it's weird, right? Because it's a gray area. Yeah, he, he created the the content, therefore it is his original content. However, it is based off of things that are not of his ownership. So that's where it's like, um, it's like for me, it's like um, kind of like doing a cover song on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you do cover songs, you lose the monetization, but you, you know, you, if you can mm-hmm. stay up and that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, to that degree, I feel like it'll stay up and I just don't know if the guy will make money off of it, but probably not, but yeah, not directly. However, yeah. there's Patreon, all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. 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 But anyways, getting away from the guy's money, going back to the, <laughs> to, to, to the, to the movie itself. For, uh, yeah. So I was the one who brought it to the crew, but I want tactics. Like, what did you love about it? So first and foremost, I love the subtle um, references. Like he made a lot of um, a lot of nods to the original animated series. Like there are subtle references that I caught on to that I really appreciate. And you could tell right away, like this guy, he did his homework and he's a fan. Um, but also the simplicity of the storyline, like it's it's dark, it's it's gritty. Um, the fight choreography was phenomenal. Like it, it feels like a Batman property, like the way that he makes Batman move and fight and just the tone of the film was fantastic. And I don't know much about, um, the other villain, uh, the ventriloquist. Um, and I always kind of like, I, I'd, I remember him here and there from like the animated series and stuff, but I never really paid close attention to him. Cause I was, I always kind of thought of him as like a, kind of a whack character, but in this, it makes it, I'm kind of like, yo, I wouldn't mind seeing like a live action iteration of this character and then i love what they did with the with two-face obviously um yeah it, it's it's a fantastic film man i like again i'm always hesitant when it comes to fan-made trailers so when you put it in the chat i was like i'm not i'm not in a rush to watch this right now but then umar was like insistent he wouldn't leave my house until i watched it so he put it on and then we watched it and i was like oh, okay this this hits this, this i rate this yeah, when I when I first heard of this, uh, Tyrone Magnus, uh, for those who are fans mm. of him on YouTube, so he uh, he was like doing a reaction, like live watching kind of video. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, um, uh, I click it, and then you know I watched like literally like thirty seconds. And I'm like, mm. oh, this is good. And <laughs> just like, I'm going to the original video now. I'm not watching it through Ty- Tyrone. No offense, yeah. but I wanted to make put all my views to the to, to the creator because I could tell. Of like, course, this this this, this is. Um, where uh, you know, it will basically be like just like pictures from a comic. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be like that um, at first. Yeah. Like, no, it's fully animated. It's totally pulling from the the Batman animated series, um, like just killing it that way. I, I the the, um, the puppet master. Yeah, I I would love to see Bat- Matt Reeves pull him in, like because he's he's like 
I loved the the, the, the a ventriloquist. Yeah, thank you. That's probably why I know probably that's the right one. Um, the ventriloquist. I love the ventriloquist in the Batman anime series, but seeing him in this was just a whole other level. Harvey uh-huh. Dent was on another level. Yeah. I feel like this is the best Harvey Dent I've uh, slash Two Face I've ever seen. Just it really just. There was a scene at the end where it comes down to the coin and mm-hmm. it's ingenious how Batman is prepared for it and mm-hmm. it banks on that plan, but how much Two-Face's conviction is solely mm-hmm. around the coin where like there's, it's, I don't want to spoil for those who haven't seen it, but it's just a moment in where it comes down to a, a decision on the coin toss and everything is so intense and he when the coin goes a certain way he reacts a certain way and you're like wow that is uh-huh. that it may the same time yeah i totally agree with that like yeah, it was it was phenomenal. Like you said something about in in the uh, the beginning where you thought it was going to be like um one of those like picture type of animations. Um and it remind so when I first like when you put it into the the chat I, I caught a uh, like a little snippet of it and I thought it was going to be similar to Did you ever watch the um uh, it was a the Black Panther. I think it was a Black Panther animated. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which that yes. that is that, that's actually a really good uh, animation. It 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 was, but it's just like for me, I was just like I, I have a hard time watching the still images. Yeah, the I agree. still in, in, animation because they they did another one I think with um with Tony Stark and it, it, uh when he uh, he gets infected by extremists and it was the same picture and picture or the the still image type of animation that one was really good too but i it, it kind of takes me out of it a little bit i like i like animation style like this and this this had a very unique animation style to it as well um but yeah i really enjoyed it i i hope he continues this i hope he does more stories maybe from different universes maybe do a superman one um and then who knows maybe he might get better work and start uh, someone might hire him from you know wb or whatever i mean that's wishful thinking but who knows what will happen i think we need more fans attached to these properties and like getting into these um getting involved in in writing these stories right yeah uh, absolutely and I mean, this guy made a movie that's better than most stuff that DC's put out for a long while. So, yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm excited to see see more from what this guy's got to do. And it, it's just been phenomenal. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Yeah, uh, I hope he does some more stuff because this was great. But, um, okay, I guess we're uh, moving on. So, our final to- topic, that is if you want to cover it, since Umar is not here in video form for for us to really talk about this but we uh we saw dr strange what was it two weeks ago now and um again another divisive movie like a lot of people were mixed on on it 
so I, I'm actually curious. I, I, I kind of know, like, we already kind of did like a um, a quick re- car review, like straight out of the the movie theater about it. But um, what did you think overall? Now that we can kind of talk about it um, and add some spoilers into the mix. So, what did you think of the movie? How did you enjoy it? What were some issues that you had with it? It was a fun ride, but it lacked the depth it needed. It didn't. I feel like. As a movie, it definitely didn't flush out why the fuck Wanda was <laughs> went, went bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it implied it waited, even even though we'd seen WandaVision, I feel like it still didn't it didn't give me enough, right? Like I feel mm-hmm. like I needed more showing, less implicit telling, so to mm-hmm. speak, of, mm-hmm. of, of of the situation. And as much as it was a fun ride, I feel like it just didn't have the depth that it could have had um Mm. like it was like cgi wise and and like action wise it had lots of depths lots of layers did lots of things that most films couldn't even come close to doing and keep as cohesive as it did but it sacrificed or lacked in story and depth of emotion um and it was also like it was too quick in how it killed off everybody in the Illuminati. Like I just, mm. yeah, you, it's like she got so freaking powerful that mm. like those characters were like useless. And I'm like, I can't, like they were very similar to the Avengers. So you're just saying she just wipe out the Avengers like that <laughs> easily. Right. Then so Dr. Strange is like, overpowering the rest of the Avengers by this much degree and that might be a case but it just felt like it was a fight without a fight <laughs> like it was just like give me give me more of a battle that she was she was going up against uh-huh. and show how power she was she just felt like five idiots who, who were facing off and the one the smartest person was um Captain Britain and she was the weakest like she was uh-huh. a, the best fighter as she should have been but like that was like I don't know going to a Bring, bringing a knife to a bazooka fight. Like, he was just like, uh, we all know you ain't going to win. <laughs> like, uh-huh. we, you're like, I don't even believe she has a chance. Because uh-huh. look how she just took out, like, uh, super powerful people. You didn't even show off, like, fa- Mr. Fantastic's actual power. And, like, you just, um, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm getting annoyed. That fight actually pissed me off a bit at the more I think about <laughs> it. Because <laughs> it's just like, I'm like, what, like, just, you did nothing with it. Like you just like I I you should have let Black Bolt actually scream at her and show her overpower Black Bolt and then and Mr. Mm. Fantastic doing something cool to try to hold her down and she overpowers them and then you're like, holy crap, versus just like Mr. Fantastic, the most intelligent man in the world, gives away the, the their bazooka <laughs> blast weakness in one second. <laughs> like it's just like I guess he wasn't that smart. <laughs> <laughs> it was like not a good day to show up and do something dumb. Um <laughs> we can take her no problem. Like well then don't fuck go to, is this how you fight people in your universe? Hey Mr. Villain, my powers are this, and this is why I'm going to overpower you. <laughs> no one's ever thought to just use that against you. <laughs> like, anyways, um it was it was a fun ride, but it it needed something emotional and in depth 
into this film to make it a better film. If they literally spent, I feel like they cut some stuff, obviously, as we always do, but I feel like if they had kept a few things in, let Wanda's be- the beginning of the movie explain more as to where she, why she's where she's at, show us a continuation of what happened out of WandaVision to show a little bit more of like the mental state that she's been in and why she was faking that whole forest that she had killed off, like just showing that state that she's in and making you feel it. And then, you know, maybe me feeling more about um, what's what's in the new superhero that's brought in. Oh, my gosh. Here, America um, Chavez. Yeah, America Chavez, like yeah. giving us a little bit more of America Chavez and then maybe feeling the, the, the weight of the two of them against each other. Mm-hmm. And and, you know, and how Doctor Strange is in the middle of that. I feel mm-hmm. like it would have been more powerful if I felt the weight of. I put this the two female characters in the film didn't have a whole lot of depth and yes it is about Doctor Strange but I feel like if I felt more weight of these two female characters then it would have made every decision that Doctor Strange made even more powerful by the end of the film Mm -hmm. and I just feel like I'm lacking there so it was a fun ride it was Uh it was definitely I got my popcorn worth (laughs) but I was expecting a little bit more and I should have gotten a little bit more weight so that's how Um. I feel I'm sorry I got I got a little heated there I think I think think I'm channeling a little bit of Umar right now (laughs) (laughs) making up for his absence I get it I get it well speaking of Umar he he did uh he was very vocal about uh his opinion of the movie and he he further illustrates that here when he says my main issue with this movie was the fact that it character assassinated wanda's characterization it undid all it undid all of the great work of wandavision and sacrificed depth for action and scary moments okay okay uh and he further he continues on by saying dr strange 2 was a very sam raimi film it is like a niche style of filmmaking that was fun to watch and had great visuals but raimi isn't known for his depth Interesting, interesting. Um, hold on, I got, I got something to say. Yeah, I was just, just to get Umar riled up in the comments. So, are we basically saying that Sam Raimi is the Zack Snyder of the Marvel Universe? <laughs> right, we can, we can move on. I'm just gonna wait for his comment. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, I don't know. Man. Like, I was kind of surprised that, like, well, for one, my my cousin was very vocal of his disdain for this movie, which I was shocked by i mean i can understand umar's uh, his his opinions regarding the film i personally don't share in that sentiment as i felt as though wanda i felt like they kind of already they set up wanda for being a villain at the end of wandavision anyway with the whole like i mean we had already seen her playing with the book of uh whatever it was the the book of ashanti or what what, yeah. what Whatever it was that she was, she was yeah, messing it's, around with. It's, it's Vishanti, but every time I've heard it until I saw it read once, I was like, "Oh, is it Vishanti?" Vishanti, but I'm like, oh, okay. the book of Ashanti. And I'm like, <laughs> and like, and like, and all I could think of every time I heard that is like, Jaru, Jaru. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that takes me out the film. <laughs> oh man. Well, yeah. Okay, so. Yeah, so I, I felt like I, I felt like they were kind of, like her story from at the end of WandaVision wasn't quite done and we were gonna be getting more. But at the same token, I agree with you what you said, Darcy, about how like uh I don't know if he just said it just a while ago, but I know you were you you mentioned it 
right out of the theater where everything kind of just happens fast. Like we're like maybe 20 minutes into the movie and Wanda's just, she just suddenly becomes the villain. Like there is no buildup to it, even though like they kind of alluded, they, they definitely alluded to the fact that she was going to play a, become some sort of a force in, in um, Dr. Strange too. But yeah, it, it did kind of, it was a little bit jarring for me to see that. It was like, oh, okay, we're, I guess we're already here and she's already evil and she just flipped the switch like like it was nothing. So that was kind of a little a little bit strange. But you know, bypassing that, I I, I enjoyed the film for what it was. Like I wasn't expecting it to be super in depth. And I'm not a huge fan of Doctor Strange. I mean, I love the first movie, but mainly because of the spiritual aspects of it and, and what that whole thing went into. Um but aside from that, I have no, no backstory in regards to or any kind of reference point of who Doctor Strange is, what he does, and how he plays or how he fits into the Marvel universe, whatever. Right. So, I kind of went in was just like like you. I I just want a good popcorn film, and that's kind of what I got. You know, what I will say though is, I think they need to change this. I mean, it's too late now, but. I don't think this was the right title for it. Multiverse of Madness. There was no multiverse. They were there for like, they passed through it for like two minutes. And then the rest of the time they're in one universe. Like everything, everywhere, all at once had more multiverse of madness than this movie. This should have been like the madness of Wanda or something like that. Cause that's pretty much what we got, which was, which was fantastic. Cause I got to say, I know Umar is not a fan of like horror movies and, and, and things like that. And Sam Raimi, I, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm an avid fan of Sam Raimi. I mean, I love, I love what he did with Spider-Man at the time. Um, I saw a couple of the, the Evil Dead movies and like at the time I, I enjoyed them for what they were. Um, he does definitely have a very unique style. And to see that play out in like a Marvel movie where it, it they, they did like the horror aspect of it because... I know they tried to like Marvel is always trying to like, like um, create these genre type films within their movies, right? Like so, like you could you could argue that uh, Ant Man is a heist film, and uh, you know uh, Winter Soldier is like a political thriller. This would be considered like a horror, like a Marvel superhero horror film, right? And that's exactly what we got. And Wanda being kind of like a zombie ch- like or like a freddy cougar or a jason type chasing after them like that scene i don't care what anyone says that scene was great it didn't make a whole lot of sense considering she was <laughs> she was injured but i loved it i i loved it for what it was it was fun i love like how she came out of like the the water puddle and she was all contorted and shit like that that like the visuals the spectacle of it were, was great it was entertaining i loved seeing it i love the jump scares uh it was it was dope uh i i didn't because i have i have no idea who the illuminati are i have no like i know of the illuminati in our real world like i know they're a thing but in terms of the marvel universe i have no idea who the members are or what they do or why why they're significant so when they all got killed off i like i know a lot of people like took it to heart and were very emotional and heartbroken about it like i can't believe you guys just did that to the illuminati i was just kind of like yo this man got his lips sealed and blew his own head off like that sh- i was not expecting that like you i i was audible at that scene i was like oh shit like 
because I was not expecting Marvel to go there, and they fucking went there. So I loved it. I fucking loved it. And what they did with uh, Captain Carter, they just sliced her in half. I was like, oh, shit. This shit is getting real. Um yeah, I was watching that the, the, that scene. I was like, I think I leaned over somebody, and I was, I think it was Umar or whatever. And I was like, I'm like, wow, this version of Marvel hit different. <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm like, yo, they're going there. I'm surprised this isn't rated R because, yo, you can't, you couldn't take a kid to see this shit. So yeah. I was, I was shocked by what I got, but I mean, all in all, I, I enjoyed it. I agree. It wasn't, there wasn't a whole lot of depth to it but i wasn't expecting it to be and again it goes back to what we were saying um i think we're spoiled by all the great movies that we've gotten so far that like we have super high expectations and let's be real not all of these movies that come out are going to hit they're not they're not gonna be like after endgame like like how do you how do like it's gonna take a fucking genius to surpass the end game and infinity war type of level that we got right like not like i don't like it's going to be a while before anything comes close to that and so i think we kind of have to lower our expectations bring it back down to like first avengers level and then just kind of take it from there right because the, the thing that the only thing that came close to it was like no way home and no way home was was on the backs of nostalgia that that really brought it to the end game type of level. Outside of that, I don't know if N- uh, No Way Home would have hit as well as it did. You know what I mean? So, as you're writing, like the No Way Home, Umar dropped in the comments, No Way Home reached that level. No, it did. But again, <laughs> but again, it, it was relying on the backs of nostalgia. There was a whole lot of nostalgia and fan oh, service, yeah. which, which accelerated it to that level. If we didn't have Andrew Garfield and um, all like everyone, like you know, uh, Green Goblin, all of those guys, if they didn't come back and they just kind of decided to do a different storyline and you know, bring in Scorpion or something like that, it wouldn't have done it, wouldn't have done end game level numbers. No way, there's no way. I'm sorry, yeah. but no, I mean, yeah, I mean, once you say we're gonna bring all three Spider Men together, or a rumor of it, you know, you know, the thing will sell out 100%. Though, if they didn't bring all of them together after that first week, it would have died, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the, the, the final thing I want to uh, I want to say, well, two things one, uh, one thing I didn't like, and I, I, I'm starting to hate this about the end credit scenes is when they give us bullshit end credit scenes at the very end. Like that whole that that end credit scene with um, Bruce Campbell, like having to sit through all those credits just to see that it was kind of like, like I guess if you're a fan of Sam Raimi and like it's great to see that and it's a nice gag, but I would have rather you put that first and then give us the other end credit scene after that. But it mm. is what it is. But the second thing is I remember when I think it was it was Age of Ultron when we first got introduced to Wanda, played by um, uh, Elizabeth Olsen. And I remember everyone was like, wait, who is that? It, oh, that, the, that's the, uh, the Olsen twins' sister. Now, bro, Olsen twins who? Like, this girl fucking killed it. Say what you will about how they wrote the character. Her portrayal in this movie was fucking phenomenal. Like, this is by far the, the 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 best we've seen Wanda. I like I, I I know Umar you love 
WandaVision and whatnot. And yeah, she was great in that, even though I wasn't a big fan of WandaVision. But this, what she did for what she gave us, man, I am super impressed. Super, super impressed. Like she she deserves all the props for what she did in this. She outshone uh, Doctor Strange in this, to be honest. Like she yeah, stole the show. I, and that's what I love about villains. When they steal the show, not when they are the show. I mean, yeah, what she brought, what she had to bring, 100%. I just feel like going into this movie, it was like the way it was edited, how she was introduced to being the villain, it 100% just felt like it expected you just finished watching the WandaVision marathon and mm-hmm. then walked into this movie. Yeah. And you can't expect that of 95% of the people watching this film. Even all of us who've seen WandaVision watched it when it came out. We're not mm-hmm. all watching it right before we walk in the movie theater, like day mm-hmm. of, you know, yeah. like it, without that, it just, it lacked, it, it lacked the depth. And I, I, I feel like we're going to get like the, not the director's cut, but you know, like they'll release deleted scenes and then somebody will go and comp it together and you know, yeah. watch it with that, that, and you'll be like, okay, here's the four minutes that we needed at the beginning of the film to make uh-huh. Wanda feel way more like just what happened between WandaVision uh-huh. and the beginning of, of this film, just watching her be in that cycle state that gives her the motive to say, I'm going into the multiverse versus uh-huh. just being like, Vision had his theories, and mm-hmm. I'm now doing it. You know, like yeah. just like just didn't really, uh, you know, tie that thing together. Yeah. Um, but by the way, Umar sent a uh, correction. Something he said earlier: Darkhold was the bad book, and the Book of Vishanti was the good book. Ja Rule, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, not a great film, but it was fun. I enjoyed it. I I still hold by my seven point five. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with you. I'm gonna stay there too. And, you know, it's just uh, it's just it hurts a little bit just because they they're on the cusp of it. And my mm. feeling is my gut tells me that they filmed it and they cut it. You mm. know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, and I'm like, um, how long was this film again? Like, uh, uh, just under two hours, or maybe two hours? No, long, no longer yeah. than that. Like, if this movie pushed two fifteen, I think like anywhere between like. 2 to 2.15, this film probably would have been properly flushed out. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, 2.10 probably be the max you need to go. Like, I'm, yeah. I, you know, and in that, like, 10 to 12 minutes could have been everything uh-huh. that that would have made this, given all the weight to to the female cast in, in, in this film that uh-huh. really could have just, you know, again, like, I'm saying, like, Doctor Strange's decisions in this film would have made more had more weight to them. You know, his the, why this version of Doctor Strange is less cutthroat than the others mm. would have been felt deeper if we felt the emotions for all the females in this film. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I just feel like they 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 dropped the ball a little bit, and it was like, oh, so good, but it could yeah. have been a nine. It could have been a solid nine with just a little bit more and that's I, where i'm just like yeah. i just wish i got i just wish i got that and i do would love to see a re-edited version with what i'm assuming are edit, uh deleted scenes that, that actually exist yeah i wonder if we're ever gonna see I, I i don't know if i'm butchering his name mordo again like like i know we saw him in this movie but in at the end of dr strange at the end credit scene he was going around and and stripping um wizards or 
yeah, uh, wizards are are they wizards? They're wizards, right? Uh, sorcerers yeah. or sorcerers or whatever, yeah. right? Stripping them of their their magic, and I always thought that there was going to be some kind of a showdown with him and Doctor Strange, and we we kind of got it in this, but it was a different Mordo, and yeah, it's, it's I feel like they they. I mean, they did the same thing with uh, with Scorpion, where they set up Scorpion in um, Homecoming for Spider-Man and still to this day haven't done anything with it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we would, but I'm also starting to feel like I'm getting over that character <laughs> at this point. Like Mordo or Scorpion? Uh, Mordo. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I, I just kind of feel like it, it's kind of like small, like, you know... I feel like the, the the Doctor Strange has expanded so wide into the mm. universe that I feel like mm. that's like bringing the story back to a small but paces. However, sometimes a simpler story is a better story, so mm. you know the, the, there still could be validity there. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like it, it would have to be a really well done film focused between these two villains and like a really dif- like just something really smart because it's like this man fought Thanos and you, 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 <laughs> you don't want to feel like it's just a couple, couple of like sorcerers just, you know, like just we already got that with Mad Milkins and we don't want re- repetition, you know, of, of the same feeling. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, at the same time, like, cause you know, they thought they fought Thanos in like an Avengers movie where all the heroes have to come together to stop a bigger threat. But when it's like just, a hero on his own like they need like the lower tier level villains to fight against too right like not everything has to be like a universal a universal threat right it can be like a, like a friendly you're like your friendly neighborhood spider-man right you're just defending your neighborhood you know uh umar just made a call out can we talk about how awesome wong is i mean can we can we also get the spin-off wong properties like that's that's what oh, i need yeah. right there yeah. I, I ever since i seen that meme of wong and um uh peter parker's best friend i can't remember <laughs> oh, like, ned? I'm, ned, like, like, like ned and wong like like oh my gosh like ned that and wong so good. ventures through the the multiverse oh yeah. can you just imagine ned r- r- going through like or just like adventures around the planet, just like oh my gosh, just yeah, the, the two cool. of them doing stuff. Oh, it'd just be that'd be just too dope. But yeah, yeah. Wong Wong is amazing. He's killed it in every every yeah. movie he's been in so far. Um, and and the shows like I just I just need, I really would like to see him get more um more screen time in something. And it doesn't have to be. I really feel like we should see him and do stuff outside of the Doctor Strange like direct stuff i feel uh-huh. like just him in the larger mcu would just be fantastic yeah well i th- i think there's a rumor or maybe it's confirmed i'm not up on my on my geek news but um i heard that he's gonna be showing up at some point in she hulk because in uh i think i think it was shang chi where he shows up and he's fighting uh abomination but they're like secretly working together and then he transports Abomination back to the facility that he's uh, he's imprisoned in, and that facility shows up in the trailer of uh, of yeah. She-Hulk. So I think Wong is set to make. Okay, Umar just confirmed it. Never mind. Wong will be in She-Hulk. All right. Well, that answers my question. Hundred percent. And I mean, this is why is everything that I'm most excited about now in She-Hulk not She-Hulk? 
Yeah. <laughs> that, I, I feel bad about that. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I also feel bad. It's like in She-Hulk, I'll, all the characters I want to see I'm most excited about are men. And then, then in Multiverse of Madness, all the characters I wanted to see more of are women. Like, why, Marvel, are you doing this to me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, what's your opinion? Before we wrap things up, what's your opinion of how they depicted um, um, Wanda in this? Do you do you agree with my cousin and, and with Umar here about how they kind of pretty much destroyed what they set up for her in WandaVision? I don't feel like it's a complete destruction because I feel like there there was that setup that mm-hmm. she was going she was looking for her kids and that though it wasn't like clear that she would become the villain like if you didn't know Marvel yeah. history right like obviously you knew the Marvel lore then you knew that, that, that what was going to happen but like you kind of felt like obviously something bad was going to come of it. Um, so I kind of feel like, yeah, it was like going in that direction. I just didn't like how they executed that direction. Like they mm. set it up and then I just feel like they're like, okay, well we set it up. So we don't have to, we don't have to explain anything or do anything. We just, you know, boom, she's this way. And I feel like they just needed more nuance to it. Um, and it's like, you know, now will she never be an Avenger again? You know, like, I don't know, like, I, I want, I don't want her to, like, never be an Avenger again. But they also just kind of, like, made her a bad villain. They just made her a villain without being, like, I don't know. It's like, she's a villain. Boom, she's a villain. And, like, I don't know if she can be re- redeemed or not. You know, she looked like she, like, oh, she sacrificed herself at the end, but did she really? And there's no, another version of her in another multiverse, and what does that mean? You know, would she come in? And I'm just like, I don't know. I just I just feel like I'm lacking something in, uh-huh. in this depiction. She killed it with what she had to do, but I don't feel like they wrote it well enough that I'm like, I just kind of feel like, cool, like, thanks, you, you had this character all built up, and then you just kind of like, meh. Like, it's like, it didn't, it's not like a shock that she became a villain. Like, oh my God, where the hell did that come from? Completely. Yeah. But it's just, you just didn't, you didn't fully execute it. I mean, but don't you see that a lot in like certain movies where like people are conflicted by the loss and the grief that they, they have to endure having lost, like, you know, whether it's a loved one or a sibling or something of that nature where it, it drives them to to madness in a sense like i yeah but it, i feel like it's almost like like this is gonna be random but like it's almost like the fridge woman thing where it's just like oh a, a mother who loses like connection to her children in some way goes completely bad and like yes that's very logical that people will will be devastated by that but it's just kind of be like oh she's corrupted by the things that all women get corrupted by and and i don't just feel it just felt like you didn't give me enough depth into her pain for me to feel it that you're just making me accept it on the fact that the strength that she's just a woman who lost her kids in 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 the last show that weren't even real and now she's so corrupted by it that she she becomes a she becomes a villain it just feels like a cheap way but vision's not even real. I mean, tech like technically. Yeah. And that's 
kind of thing is like if you don't explain the pain that somebody goes through then you're just banking it on like tropes and how many tropes have we gotten where like women go from good to bad because of something and if a man went through the exact same situation like it just wouldn't flip that fast right and so i don't know it just it felt cheap and i'm not saying it wasn't legitimate because we did have a setup mm-hmm. but the movie in and of itself as its own property didn't spend enough time actually giving me more between the end of wandavision and mm-hmm. how she went full bad at the end of WandaVision, I didn't feel like she was already full bad because she was remorseful for her actions. And she's like, I'm going to change my ways. And then, oh, end credit scene. She's, she's doing the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And it was like that. I didn't get anything in between that. So how did she go from remorse? <laughs> like she just lied. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Then why didn't she just continue doing what she was doing at the end of the, at the end of the show and just continue taking over the towns and people? I'm like, why would you do the remorse to then just completely flip it? Right. And then not explain it later. So would it have made a difference if the kids actually were real and there was a stronger connection between her and her children? And then having having them vanquished or however, I I can't remember exactly how it happened in WandaVision, um, but having them disappear and then her flipping as a result of that, like, would that have made more sense or would it, would it have kind of elicited the same feeling for you in terms of how they handled that situation? So I was partly reading the comments there. So let me just double check here. Your, yeah. your question was that, sorry, just rephrase it quickly again. Cause I just, I, I know yeah, what so I like, want to say, but yeah. I, I so if, if, if the, if the kids actually were real and we had established like a stronger bond between her and her children were were more established because the I think the kids were only in three three episodes so there wasn't really a lot of time to flesh them out so like let's say that they were real and we had we had spent much more time with with them and there was a stronger connection and then she had lost them and then that was still her motive in multiverse of madness for her to you know try and get them back and this was her only way would that would would that would your would the feelings that you have now still stand true or no i mean given the execution of it but like it if you spend more time flushing out the emotional connection and i can feel the weight of the loss mm. then i can understand the response to it right like right. um but like there's a couple of things that were that were said here so umar was saying that the post credit scene uh, in WandaVision had her kids crying out for help, which is different than just saying, I want to go steal versions of my kid from a different universe, right? Mm-hmm. And he had said earlier in the comments, uh, I'm just going to find it here. He's like, I, he said, I would have had, uh, or I would have preferred Wanda choosing to save her children in another universe, causing an incursion because she lost her kids in this universe to save a town, but she won't lose them again. So that premise of like, I'm going to save the another version of my kids because they were crying out for help mm-hmm. one makes more sense for her being doing a villainous act mm-hmm. from a hero mm-hmm. like a hero doing a villainous act versus a hero becoming a villain but without much explanation right gotcha. without without okay. and that that's the thing and then courtney had thrown the the comment of like yeah um uh wasn't too keen on the whole women can't have 
can't have children goes um, hysterical uh, angle, which that, that's a better way of phrasing what I've, what I've been trying to say. Mm-hmm. I like to call it the Daenerys effect because uh, you didn't watch Game of Thrones, but they built this whole character up to be mm-hmm. like the savior of like dragons and the savior of like uh, uh, slaves and all mm-hmm. this great stuff. And then at the end, they're just like, yeah, we'll just make her go hysterical. Like, like out of nowhere. Oh. And you're just like, oh my God. Like you just spent like six seasons building her up to be like the savior to just mm. throw it away because a woman can't handle too much emotion and, and power at the same time. Right. And it's right, like, right, oh right. my lord. Like I'm like, you know she can because she went through so much and you just trashed it, right? Mm-hmm. I, I just feel like if Wanda had spent they had done more with like her going to save the kids like what umar said i I feel like that would have been way stronger and Uh i think that there could have been also something very interesting from america chavez's perspective as well like yeah she had a really good statement at the end it was fantastic and she took a really good action gave her what she wanted and then made wanda face herself but Uh you know i feel like there could have been something also very interesting um that they could have done with the the the, the two characters but yeah it's just it's just like it's just Oh my gosh, I lost my kids. I must get them back and I have the power to go steal them from another version of myself. Mm. I just feel that felt cheap and mm. and and not strong like it should have. Fair, fair. No, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, any uh any closing thoughts before we wrap up the show for the evening? Um yeah, I mean just uh it was a good ride, but uh, could have been a better film. I just hope there's another version of this, like that, that that we get to see in the future. You know, even if it's fan edited, I just, I just hope that there's more. But uh, I'm always hoping that that, you know, WandaVision, uh, or sorry, um, Wanda Maximoff still exists in the in the universe uh, in some capacity because I have no desire for Willis and Olsen to to leave the MCU at this point. So and it doesn't feel like she's gonna leave, but if she, it is her end, I'll be a little bit sad that like that was the last thing we see her. I think in the beginning of her career, she she recently said in an interview that she was very oh she was very vocal about how she felt I can't think of the word exactly, but uh, she was a little disappointed at the large commitment that she had to make over the course of however many years she was involved in the MCU uh, that she passed she had to pass down a lot of really good opportunities movie wise because of her contractual obligations. And so, I mean, I know that's why a lot of people are, a lot of actors are very apprehensive about signing on to the MCU because there is such a lengthy commitment. And, you know, sometimes, you know, if you want to do other things, you know, or if you want to start a family, for example, or whatever the case may be, then it, it, you're, you're kind of at the mercy of whatever your contract kind of uh, has out for you. Right. So, you might be signing on for like <clears throat> like three films that are going to take a span of you know 10 years to do right so that's 10 years of your life gone and committed to this one thing and so it's all, i mean some people enjoy it i mean chris hemsworth seems like he's signed on for an additional uh couple years of of being thor um but i i i think at this point a lot of people are kind of just a lot of the actors, like Chris um, Chris Evans, he jumped ship. He, I think, he just wants to do other things now. So, 
Yeah, I mean, I know the contracts have gotten lesser intense in the last few years for them. And mm -hmm. a lot of those times it's like they can do other properties, but it just also depends on scheduling. And if the scheduling conflicts, that's where it becomes a problem. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, I I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if she'll if they have any other stories for her at this point. I mean, I don't really know where else they could go. I mean, I, I, I guess they could do the whole um, no more mutants thing. Uh, I don't know too much about that per se but they haven't even introduced any of the mutants so um yeah i mean i just kind of hope that the other version of her that we saw does something that causes something i don't necessarily want to know more mutants but maybe the creation of mutants like she ends up creating them in some capacity yeah but, but regardless i just feel like this if this is her send-off it didn't feel like a, like it was complete and i will i will have always felt like like they kind of didn't do it right at the in, in the final stage. So, yeah, I I kind of agree with that. Now that now that you said that, like every Avenger had a good send off. Captain America, Iron Man had a beautiful send off. Um, Thor isn't quite done yet, so you know, and Hulk is still kind of present. So, yeah. like Black Widow, you know, but like this would just be like, and she's out. <laughs> just like yeah, I peace. <laughs> well, they killed off Black Widow, so I mean, like she yeah, didn't really. <laughs> but there was emotion to it. Like we all, we all, we all, didn't yeah, want, yeah, we all didn't yeah. want it to happen. Yeah, but there was a whole thing about it, and they've and whatnot, and they've talked about it since. And of course, they can talk about her her passing, but I kind of feel like nobody will know. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. you, like the rest of the people won't really even know what happened. You know, yeah. and just be like, okay, cool. You know, yeah, she's God. Like, yeah. like I feel like literally the way she, if this is her end, right? Literally, it would be like someone at one point would just be like, "Yo, where's Wanda?" <laughs> yeah, and, and then and then be like, "Exchange, like, oh, I had to kill her." It'd be like, "What?" <laughs> like, it's like, wait, wait what? <laughs> like, it's just like it feels like like this is not like it's done right, you know? Yeah, like I wonder how the Avengers even work though. Like, I like. Cause they have that built the Avengers Tower, the building or whatever. But like, are are they all like? Do they have like set hours where they go in and like you know and like like? They they don't work as we established in Falcon <laughs> yeah. and Winter Soldier. They can't even yeah. get credit. Okay. Yeah, like <laughs> I know because like Justice League has the Watchtower, and it seems like it's like a nine to five job for them. Like people are just chilling in the tower. Like every every scene that we're that that you see them in, like they're always like doing. There's always someone in the background doing something. Like Man. it's like. But some of my favorite, <laughs> some of my favorite stuff on that Watchtower is just watching people like walk with like their cafeteria tray. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. It's like like a regular day job for them, yo. It's just like yeah, I'm up in space, you know, doing my nine to five, and then I go home and like you know fight some crime in my city, and then I go to sleep. <laughs> yo, it's 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 like a like a firefighter like a like firehouse where it's like it's like it's like it's like, it's like, it's like guys are like we're just all in full costume. It's like ah, oh, what you doing? You know, well, yeah. I, I flew through Shanghai. You know, I was saving some people into a car accident. You know, I was just yeah. doing what you do. Just like walking. I was like, oh, what we got over there? Oh, it's meatball especially. Yeah, 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 it's Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like so chill, so random. Oh, man. That's <laughs> yeah. why we need more Justice League, man. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I. It just will we ever get good Justice League? No. <laughs> I, I still have hope. I, I I feel like if they if they set a good track record with the this new the Batman and then eventually get a new Superman movie that's really good, 
then you, you can't know. you can't connect Matt Reeves the Batman to a Justice League. It's just it wouldn't work. Like you you can do you can do the whole Batman and all of the 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 Robins and everything like that, but and you could pull some characters that are grounded and make like a like a little kind of like fun thing or pull uh-huh. something in the comic, but you can't you can't go Justice League level. Like you just just uh-huh. you just you just can't have Superman in that world. <laughs> like, I mean, maybe yeah. maybe he'll grow it enough. He'll get through his trilogy and maybe we'll be able to be like, grow it. Uh-huh. But and we'll see a different light at that point. But I feel like you've you got to at least get to the trilogy first. Yeah, I want to uh, I'm reserving judgment until I see how he fleshes out all of his villains, because uh, his his choice to add in um, Mr. Freeze as his next villain in the sequel is intriguing because it's like it for the tone that he set up i i, I never thought that he, mr freeze would be his go-to so i'm actually curious and if they if he can kind of make that grounded then maybe there's there's potential hope for a justice league with a serious tone it's um, a it's a tall order but yeah i mean i'm still holding up for mr camera that's all i'm saying <laughs> uh, fair fair <laughs> I'm, All right. I'm, I'm still sold on that story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we'll end on that note. Um, all right. Well, thank you guys all for uh, tuning in. And if you're tuning in at a later time, we want to thank you once again for uh, checking out our show. Hopefully you're subscribed. If not, hit that like button, subscribe, share it with your friends, and we'll see you on the next show. I'm your boy, Tactics. Yo, it's just Darcy here. And we are out.